0: Episode five of Joshi Joshi, and I'm here with Tom. Hello. Hello, Tom. Hello, Justin. Hello. It's a beautiful summer day outside. The the birds are singing. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> the bees are making honey. What are the bees that are left. The bees that are left. <laughs> the, the only the bees that are left, and they they've all become Africanized. <laughs> summer really puts me in a
1: positive go get
0: mood <laughs> There's nothing like wanting to avoid the outside world at any cost
1: Which I get to do this week I, sp- oh, yeah? I, sp- I, sp- I-, I spent 10 days outside, like, basically outside Concreting in oh. the blazing hot summer sun of the UK So my desire to stay inside at the moment is just instinctual And thankf- <laughs> thankfully I have the entire next week off oh. Yeah Yay. usually in uh south carolina it's pretty
0: miserable what would it be in english people speak uh about Monkey. thirty, thirty-five,
1: thirty-six 35 36 c roughly Ooh, i think it reached yeah. about 33 here but oh. that that's too much for us yes on <laughs> our pasty you know Pampered, whatever
0: that's right that's right but <laughs> it's been more like England for us it's rained every evening this week
1: so you lucky lucky bastard <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh so we are back and there is a lot of stardom to cover and eh, maybe not a lot but there's enough stardom to cover there's enough there's, Joshi
1: to cover there's
0: enough Joshi to cover there's always a lot of joshi news. Joshi moves fast, not always in the the most happy way, but we'll get to that later. We're going to start off with Tom's live attendance. Yay! (laughs) So, what are you at now?
1: Are you at
0: 19 shows now, or you will be?
1: I will be. If I attend every show I have bought a ticket for, I will be at 19 shows for the year. And that's through what month? Uh, that will be January through December. So. Oh, okay. You bought shows that late. I have shows in November.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Because the um, the the she one is in November, and that's four shows. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I also have now got shows in a show in October with Eve, featuring Command Bolshoi.
0: That's gonna be great.
1: Yes, I like her. I saw her first in the Shikara King of Trios where the, her trio took on the Sendai Girls trio so right uh I'm vaguely familiar with her and then before that I have uh what amounts to okay over the course of 5 days I will be um doing these various things going to an Eve show uh and seeing Hanakamura and uh Chih- uh Hashimoto, which we already discussed this yeah uh Going to another EVE show where they crown their global champion. Uh, going to, on the Sunday of that weekend, I will be going to Progress at Wembley. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so I'll probably get to see Tony Storm there. Yeah. Uh, before all that, which is t- it's just a slight aside, but I've managed to get a, a ticket to uh, a small gig uh, played by the Darkness uh, for a 10 quid. Uh, in a in a small, enclosed, very cool little venue in, in Bristol, which, that should be fun. Uh, it's not a wrestling show, obviously, but still. Um, so yeah, uh, once you add all the shows I've already been to this year, to those eight shows, yeah, that's 19 shows overall. <laughs> Jeez.
0: And I don't like numbers like that, frankly, so we're going to have to find you <laughs> one more card to attend.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's doubtless going to happen, even if it's just like an end of the year, like if we go, go to Pro Wrestling Chaos or something. Yeah. Because I haven't yeah. been to Pro Wrestling Chaos this year. God, that's that's weird.
0: Well, where is... Uh, Command Bolshoi is also going to Over the Top. Isn't that
1: Ireland? I'm not going to Ireland. <laughs> that's, that's no disrespect to Ireland. I've been to Ireland. It's a lovely place. But when Irish people come here for wrestling, it seems normal. When, right. when we go to OTT, that's like that's a that's that's a long way to go for a show that I could have gone to in Wolverhampton the day before.
0: <laughs>
1: I do like OTT, yeah, but I'm still yeah, i I'm still I'm still not going to Ireland for a wrestling show. I, I believe they booked,
0: unless it's the one you're going to, uh, Command Bolshoi versus Emi Sakura.
1: Ooh, nice. Yeah,
0: yeah that's a good one.
1: Yeah, I can't remember who Command Bol- Bolshoi is facing at EVE, but no idea. No, I can't remember. Yeah. It'll come up at some point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you are shooting for 20. That's, oh, that's my God. a lot of wrestling.
1: I only realized when Chris said the other day that he was setting a record for the most number of wrestling shows that he's been to in a year. And then I realized, well, if you're if you're going to that many, that means I'm going to that many plus two.
0: So what are the two you didn't go together uh
1: I went to uh actually 3 cuz I went to three. uh Shevolution and Eve in London and I also went to uh Kamikaze Pro. Aha. In so Birmingham. he didn't go to those.
0: Okay, good. Gotcha. No.
1: So I've actually I'm 3 ahead of him. Yeah. Well, when you hit 20, he'll only
0: he'll only be at 17 and you can rub <laughs> it in his face.
1: Are you going to any live shows? <laughs>
0: No, I actually, we did speak about this uh, last time, and this is a great segue to our next topic. Um, I looked up tickets to the Mae Young 2 classic, already sold out as of like two weeks ago. When I looked, God knows when they were sold out before that. I didn't expect this, Tom. (laughs) I know full (laughs) sale is small, but I didn't expect them to be just, Immediately sold out. That's
1: very... well. They had the problems before at Full sale, didn't they? Where they basically, all the scalpers bought tickets and then they couldn't sell them on. Mm. So they had to rearrange the seating to make it look like it was fuller than it was.
0: I remember that now.
1: But I think they've sort of solved that problem now. But still, it's, uh, it's not an easy ticket to get.
0: It upsets me. It upsets <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, uh, well, last year, didn't they re- release the episodes in blocks as well? I believe last year it was... Something like four and four or something. Yeah, exactly. I think they did two rounds and two
0: rounds. Yeah. Over, over was it two weeks? Something like that.
1: I'd be more than happy with that kind of setup.
0: Yeah, me too. I don't need to binge it. Especially, I don't want to binge it when I can't immediately watch the finals anyway. It'll be interesting, though. We might as well uh, move on to that. The... May Young Classic
1: 2018. <laughs> I always find it funny that we discuss the May Young Classic first on a Joshi podcast because I, I I know somebody hates it, but at the same time we're actually just trying to get it out of the way. That's also <laughs> true, to be honest. And, it, and it's relevant <laughs> because uh, quite a lot of Joshi names are featured. So yeah, yeah. So if you if you got the list there, give us a rundown of our various names. Okay, this is me
0: reading 32 names. Caitlin, Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, Nicole Matthews, Jinny, Casey Catanzaro, and another Italian girl, Diana Perazzo, Tegan Knox. I cannot wait to hear about Hard Knox for the next five years. Jesse oh Elaban, Reina Gonzalez, if that's how you say that, uh, Tainara Conti, who is quite good. Hmm. Mia Yim, Mercedes Martinez, Kavita Devi. You want to take the rest of those?
1: Well, I would do, but you've read them out in from a different list and mine is in alphabetical order. So Oh no.
0: Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> finishing them off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Killer Kelly. Z Z Seuxes? Z- Zuxes? Zoox- One
1: of those. Yeah, Zeuxes.
0: Zuexes. Yeah.
1: Zuexes. Okay. I know she's the one from CMLL, right? All I know is she's from Puerto Rico. I've heard good things. Yeah. I
0: thought she was CMLL. I could be crazy. I don't watch Lucha. Isla Dawn, Lacey Lane, Karen Q, Tony Storm. Who? Yay. Yeah, it took them so long to announce her, we were all starting to think she wasn't in it. Mako Satamora, Ashley Rain, the former Madison Rain, uh, Priscilla Kelly, Zaya Brookside, Hiroyo Lady. Fucking Godzilla Matsumoto, Ariel Monroe, uh, Vanessa Craven, Sienna, who is now known as Allison K, Zia Lee, Rachel uh, Evers, Nay Ellering, M J Jenkins, and Zatara. So that was that was a lot of names. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for most of them. Probably the ones that I'm supposed to be. I mean, obviously above, <laughs> obviously above all of them, it's going to be EO Mako and Hiroyo. Mm-hmm. But of, of the non-Japanese women, uh, I've never seen Tegan Hard Knox before, so that'll be exciting. Uh, I'm still looking forward to seeing Casey Catanzaro. Um Hmm. I don't like Killer Kelly, so I'm hoping she can change that. She did not have good WWE UK matches.
1: But she was in there with... Um, I, yes, I, I think that is true. I think that is true. But at the same time, I think that th- those girls will do better with a build. I saw the uh, Killer Kelly have the match with... Oh gosh, now, now make you forget who I'm talking about. Charlie Morgan. Yes, Charlie Morgan. That's exactly. Yes. Yeah. I saw those two have a match in uh in Eve and in that environment it was excellent. So yeah. I think it's just a matter of adapting to the stage. Yeah.
0: So. nerves who knows, yeah.
1: Um That's about
0: it. I know a lot of people. Um I mean So you're I'm, not
1: exi- you're not excited for Mako then?
0: No, no, no. I said he- EO he- EO Mako Hero yo. Those oh, are right. sorry. Yeah, okay.
1: Those I got confused. Yeah yeah those are yeah um i'm glad mia yim's got another shot
0: she was very good uh i saw her live she was
1: very good Ziya lee
0: was fine last year and she's get, getting another chance too
1: yeah yeah she's uh it's got a lot of potential yeah uh exactly. very very athletic very talented in exactly. a lot of ways it's, inter- it's, it's interesting that she's just been hidden for the year, to be honest. That is strange, but I guess it's a one
0: hour a week TV show, so.
1: Yeah. It's only so much time,
0: um, as Kyrie Sane has learned, apparently. Yeah. But she's finally getting her time, I think. Uh,
1: it's interesting also that Rachel Everest got in, uh, because I think that people got the impression she. Well, the news report at the time was that her match, the result got changed halfway through. Uh, and it got changed so that she would win. Yeah, no fault but, of her own. No, but I, I think she they would people people weren't that impressed with her a year ago, and yeah. I think that in her last Stardom tour and everything, we we saw a big improvement. So, well, yes and no.
0: It was up, <laughs> it, it was up and down. The, well, look, uh, at,
1: look at it this way: if they draw the first round and it's uh, Eo versus Rachel that, Evers, I won't be that, that, that won't be that sad about it. Yeah, that'll be good.
0: The, the ever stuff, a lot of it was eh. And then the EO match was pretty good. I know some people that hate it for some reason. I have no idea. But the Mayu match, everybody admits that was fantastic. So mm. that'll be good. I don't know who this MJ Jenkins is. I have no clue. Who is that?
1: Um, She changed her name from something else. But honestly, uh. I'm not entirely sure either. Um, She was best known as M- Do- MJ Williams. Well, she was in, she was an impact wrestling. No wonder oh. you haven't heard of her.
0: <laughs> Poor woman.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, so it's, that, like, uh, when, it's like when you talk about Allison Kay and and uh, Sienna, oh uh, she was a top knockout for like the last couple of years. And that's just a recipe for me not knowing who she is. Exactly. Yeah,
0: I have no clue. I know like, the name, I, I guess. I, yeah, I,
1: I don't I, I know the name, I know that she was, but I don't know anything about her. So Yeah. That's not, yeah. that's not any fault of hers either It's just that's, that's how I deal with impact Until yeah. recently exactly. I've I started watching some YouTube clips It's been quite good Yeah, I've heard the same I guess, uh, who's booking that? Isn't that Don, Don Callis? Callis? and But the other guy uh, Oh, the Canadian guy hmm. uh, <laughs> As opposed to Don Callis Right <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's another guy The, the, the I, Team I, Canada guy
0: I was just going to say, the manager for Team Canada, I think he's booked TNA or whatever
1: name they are this yeah, year. Yeah, he, he booked it back when it was good last time. I was going to say, didn't he book... Scott Demore?
0: Scott Demore, Just give him the fucking book. Every time TNA is good, it's because Scott Demore is booking.
1: <laughs> I, I was just suddenly thinking, maybe if we like do a podcast based around like forgetting names, we'll get right. more, more feedback because people That's will just get angry at us. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode we'll just list all the names we forgot
0: that's
1: right Kavita Devi is the very tall Indian woman right yes and was always going to be in this oh yeah
0: yeah yeah she wasn't awful last time
1: no she was she was fine as a first round person um hopefully she's improved but I don't that you could still pick out the people who are bound for the second round you know oh yeah yeah it's and they don't tend to book this around, like, surprise people getting, like, a certain distance. They know who this is aimed at. They know who they want to showcase. Yep. And if this final doesn't come down to at least two of the Japanese women in the final four, you know. Right, right, right. That, that'd that be crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's got to be... The final four, yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't bring a Mako Satomura to lose in the quarterfinals. <laughs> yeah, to... I look I at the spoilers know. a week from now and weep. <laughs> <laughs> Hiroyo Matsumoto
0: eliminated immediately. <laughs> that's I how will it was, kill uh, somebody. <laughs> that's how ROH handled it, so... That's
1: true. Oh, well, Christ.
0: ROH jobbed the shit out of them when they weren't in dark matches.
1: Well, but but look how good their, divi- their women's division is now. Hmm. Mm. Ugh anyway positive thoughts all right onwards and upwards what was the next topic of discussion (laughs) the next topic
0: of discussion is very sad uh so maho kurone the wrestling zombie for tokyo joshi pro wrestling uh she announced her retirement so she was the one i called the gateway drug into tokyo joshi and i still believe that that Tokyo Joshi is pretty popular these days, and it all started with pretty much her um, getting a lot of buzz for her character and gimmick. But uh, recently, I, I guess she had the tag team match and then the singles match with Soo Young, the uh, Impact champion now. Yeah. And I can't remember if she even did anything after that. She might have done a couple throwaway matches. But uh, then the, uh, the Princess Cup... Came up, and I I believe she was announced for it at first, and then immediately was out, and it was she's just been out ever since, and it's been due to GAD, which I believe stands for generalized anxiety disorder, and they they were just tight lipped about it. Um, I know the there's one guy on Twitter, YouTube, Reddit, all that goes by the name of Bradcat and he was a or is a big fan and he got together a bunch of different tweets and things that were all messages to her and some other gifts and tried to give it to her to be passed along to her at the last show about a week before this news and uh he couldn't even get it to her they wouldn't even take the package from him so that was never a good thing um but then in some other confusing news uh I believe around that same time she was on a poster for an upcoming show and that made people think she was coming back and then a few days later nope, she uh, she said she's doing fine now but she's retired uh, so yeah she lasted about two years in Joshi and she made quite a mark everyone who's ever seen Maho Kurene loves her so I hope she uh, has her mental health and enjoys her life she is moving on
1: yeah, it's, it's very sad when you see someone, especially someone as unique as her, uh, move on. But obviously, especially in Joshi, it's not always a career you can really... Yeah. It's almost more of a hobby for, for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Except a, for the it, very top. Yeah, it's a, it's a passion, basically. And if she finds that it's not contributing towards her mental health, then, you know, it's completely understandable and... and supportable that she would step away mm. i i thought her comments when upon leaving was very sweet yeah you know, uh what was it uh thank you for supporting a corpse like me yeah
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It, it was it was fun to be dead in t tjpw for a little over a year yeah <laughs> but uh,
0: yeah that's i i think it's more heartbreaking to me too a because i she's great but uh i followed her on instagram and When she was active, she would constantly go on Instagram Live. I've, like, watched her play Splatoon and all this sort of stuff. But uh, (laughs) the very last time she ever did it, it was, I believe, the day they announced she was taking a hiatus. And she gets on Instagram Live, and it's just a black screen. I think the phone was under her sheets or something. And she's just talking through tears for, like, half an hour and it was just so heartbreaking. Mm. So, yeah, I'm uh and then you got nothing out of no, no news at all, so it was always very worrying. So, I'm just glad she's happy now.
1: Yeah. Nothing of uh, uh, nothing but the best to her, really. Yeah. She uh she was one of my favorites when I saw Tokyo Joshi Pro live. She was one of the people I knew before going in to see them. Yeah. And it it's Unfortunately, Joshi is a high turnover business.
0: It really is,
1: and she has to put herself first, and that's completely understandable. So, yep. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna be one of those people. Was it uh what was it? Rossi said, uh, "I don't chase the one that leaves."
0: Yes, yeah, I think
1: I think that's a worthwhile principle. People have yeah. to want to do this. Yeah, and Lord, if
0: anyone's had to deal with this the past 35, 40 years, it's been Rossi. So,
1: yeah, yeah. So
0: wave pro wrestling wave is going to shut down temporarily at the end of the year. Uh, Yumi Oka is going to become the director, which is the position Gami currently has. And Gami is going to move up to become the president and they will reopen in 2019. Um, and hopefully that means a lot of good stuff. They have a lot of, I subscribe to pro wrestling wave and they have a lot of good talent there. Uh, I don't know, but the the big news out of that is just that my pick, because I'm not really a New Japan guy that much, my pick for the best wrestler of the past 12 months is Misaki Ohata, and she is retiring, and I am not fucking happy about it. Uh, I guessed it would happen last time when, uh, when we found out she got engaged on a DDT show. Um that's never ever a good sign in Joshi. And then a week later she drops her title to uh Iroha. A month after that she announces her retirement. So it's very That's my pick for the best wrestler, or at least maybe not the best wrestler, but the wrestler having the best past twelve months we'll say. Hmm. And uh she's so fucking good and now she's gonna retire. I think that that really sucks. I think it's a big hit for Pro Wrestling Wave, too. Because they pushed Ayako Hamada very hard. And their main event's not... uh, It's not going to have a lot of drawing power, which I think was probably a problem to begin with anyway.
1: So we will see what happens to them. Um, Well, I mean, I'd like to look at some Misaki Ohata. uh, Presumably at some point this year, just because if their last year year was that good, I'd like to check something out. But... um, I'm wondering how much it's worth watching any wave, or starting in on any wave, before they shut down, or just picking them, if we do go into some wave, just picking it up in April next year. Right. Because, I mean, all I'm going to have is a before and an after card, you know, right. so. M- maybe it's worth watching their last card before they shut down. I don't know. We'll, uh, we shall consider. Yeah, I I was considering
0: cancelling, but now I don't, I have to wait for Ohada to leave now. Hmm. I, I they always have really fun tournaments. That's uh... so. Speaking about that, uh, the next topic we'll finally move on to something that's not depressing <laughs> or WWE. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been a terrible start to the show. We start with the WWE, and then we move into depressing news.
1: Remember when you said that episode four was our best one yet? Yeah, it's it's good to bring it down after that because then we don't we're not expected to constantly get better. it's just depressing news and misery
0: that's right um yeah so i started catch the wave uh 2018 it's kind of difficult because some of the matches took place in other promotions like seedling things like that and none of those are up so you only get the matches that took place in wave and you don't get any of the hamada matches because she's been Chris Benoit out of Waves history. She's just gone. (laughs) Uh, But what I've seen has been good. Um, Mostly my goal here has been to watch as much Misaki Ohada, uh, Arisa Nakajima, Mio Momono, and Hikaru Shida as possible. And I'm probably about halfway through so far. Um, I was going to do more, but for this very show, I had to prioritize stardom to talk about what's actually happening right now so that cut into my wave time um but yeah there was a it it started off with a real good match uh i guess i'll do spoilers since it's old and i don't even know if anybody (laughs) listening to this is planning to watch it anyway uh hero hero a nagahama actually beat misaki ohada in the uh the main event of the first show um with a just sort of a flash pin but that that was a really good match oh how to just beat the shit out of her for a long time which is a theme of her matches um i saw mio momono versus uh Sheeta. that was really good it had the typical mio momono fighting at a thousand miles an hour trying to <laughs> <laughs> trying to beat somebody twice her size which is everybody yeah more on that later <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
0: um also, then I saw Mio Momono against Misaki Ohada, and that was really good, as you would expect from those two. I saw... what else did I see? I saw Shida versus Nagahama. That was really good. I like Nagahama. Um, She's really fun. There was also... Uh, I can't remember <laughs> these two girls today. It's... uh, what is it? Nozaki versus Takase, I believe. They're two lower card girls, but... I just felt like watching it because one of them's from actress girls and they're always fun. Uh, and that's where I stopped actually. I believe that was the first three nights. I just watched matches from those girls, women. And when I start, I get to see Ohada versus Sheeta, which is going to be really awesome. And uh, more Mio So it's been fun. Even if, you didn't have the intention to do what I'm doing and watch Ohada, shida Nakajima, and Momono. I still think that's probably what you would come away liking the most anyway. Nagahama's having a good tournament. I haven't seen any uh Asuka yet. I haven't seen any rio yet. Uh but I'll get there. Yeah, I also did see some uh Rina Yamashida. And she's really good. She's really good. Um yeah, but it's it's been a good tournament, but it's hard to watch because you don't get to see every match, and you really don't get to see every match when they scrubbed Hamada out of history. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun, mostly just to watch Misaki Ohada, uh, who is amazing and retiring. Mio Momono do her amazing babyface performances. Hikaru Shida just be great at wrestling, and... Uh, yeah, just those four. Ohada, Momono, Shida, and Nakajima.
1: Well, yeah, I'm I'm sorry I've missed this year's Catch the Wave, but as as listeners know, we like to do introductory episodes. I have not yet been introduced fully to Wave. We're taking it slowly and sort of in an exploratory fashion into the wider world of Joshi. So I'm not, I'm not that familiar with Wave. I know some of the people involved. But what I have been mostly watching is, well, I say mostly... I have been checking out the Sendai Global service, which is very reasonably priced at about four pound fifty. Honestly, I think that might be might it might be the most affordable uh, over the top wrestling service.
0: I'm not sure. I did a, I did do that little uh, chart with that once, and I it's either them or
1: Marvelous, because Marvelous is only I believe five US. Okay, that probably works out about four. It's still it's still on the cheaper rent. Um yeah. At the moment it's it's a pivot share uh based site so a lot of you who have used pivot share for stuff like progress or other companies you know what you're getting it's a pretty reliable technology underlying it. There's only 3 shows up so far. There was an initial show from March which I watched there was a more recent show and then there was a huge card from the start of 2017. I only checked out the introductory show, which was, I think, was from the twenty sixth of May this year. So that's the second show they posted. Because I saw the first show
0: because they put it up for free when the service first started, right? Ah, right. Okay. I believe I saw that.
1: Yeah this this show was this was around around the same time as as we did our introductory show for Sendai in the first place. Yes. Uh, so you've got uh, Strong star Rush and the Tag Champions doing one-on-one matches. Then you've got... Uh, uh, Manami and Mako versus Mio Momono and Hikaru Shida. Mm. Uh, with uh, Mio locking on a nasty shoulder lock on Manami for the win. I I, I love... Mia Momono was the absolute driving dynamo in the match f- for the whole thing. It was fantastic. But I really love it when you see that she's actually quite nasty as well. Yeah, I was just going to say, she seems the type that would
0: uh, probably beat the shit out of a rookie.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> I, I was sort of getting, I was. it's just a surprise when you see someone who's dressed in pink and frills be that sort of straightforward, brutal
0: yeah yeah
1: but yeah i really i really enjoyed the work in that match that was very fun probably my match of the entire show and then the main event was uh hiroyo chihiro versus dash and nyla rose Uh, are you you familiar with nyla rose only i mean i know what she i might have seen a match or something because i can picture what she looks like but that's that's about it yeah she is huge yeah. She is I mean, we talked before about how Chihiro is the spiritual child of Brock Lesnar. Right. Ro- Rose is like <laughs> I mean she's big, she's not fat she's not fat, she's muscular, but she's not like freak show muscular, I guess, is the way I'm trying to put it. I, 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 I kind of think of her as like a female cyber Kong.
0: Cyber Kong.
1: Uh, is that amazing Kong? Nope, Cyber Kong is in Dragon Gate. So oh,
0: totally right over my head.
1: Yeah, sorry, Cyber Kong is kind of a gimmick strong guy who tears pineapples in half before his match
0: starts.
1: (laughs) That is impressive. Yeah, I've seen it done in person. It's awesome. Amazing. Uh, You sort of get the feeling off Nyla Rose that she is good at what she does, even though she doesn't necessarily do that much. In terms of like complicated maneuvers or anything, she just she's the big scary gaijin they brought in to for, for their hometown to overcome. So, her going up against Hiro and Hurio and, and being physically dominant over them is mm. quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, overall, Stardom's uh, sorry, Sendai's service so far it's only three shows, it's not. A lot up there purely as a if you're looking just looking at a as a a bingeable investment but the more support you show the more they're going to put up and if you want to financially support a product i'm sure that some people who have been listening to this have been watching for years it's not that much yeah it's it's really not and they planned on having a lot more uh
0: the guy or girl that runs the sendai global twitter account uh, they disappeared for like two weeks or something, or it was a while, maybe a month. uh, but they came back and they said the whole reason not so much as going up is because they're having just a nightmare of a time with the with the rights, so i guess I guess that would be music rights or whatever t v station it might have aired on, or I guess there's a billion issues that are taking longer to iron out than they anticipated.
1: Yeah, hopefully they do get that sorted out soon. I am. I feel like that's something they probably should have sorted before they announced it. But I'm not. I'm not to judge because I don't know the exact situation. But I'm. I'm, I'm going to pay for it for a while. And yeah. in anticipation, of more stuff coming up, and obviously to support the product, because you don't want something like this to collapse. It's oh, one no. of their best ways of getting international money into the company.
0: Yeah, and so. especially with uh, Mako about to be in the Mae Young Classic, they're going to have more eyes than ever.
1: Oh, and the other thing I love, uh, they their, their post-match promos have subtitles. Awesome. Yeah, yes. I, I, do, I did know that they
0: had uh, subtitles there, which is so cool. No,
1: no commentary, subtitles, perfect. Exactly. It's the best combination. Exactly. Yeah, I, I wish T.J.
0: Tokyo Joshi would add subtitles. That would be pretty great. Next, we are moving on to stardom.
1: <laughs> the bulk of the show. Yes,
0: so I suppose first we will go with the gaijin. What do you got?
1: Okay, so at the start of the month we had the Rise talent. That would be Dust, Kikio, Kylie Ray, and Britt Baker coming in. And at the end of the month, what we have is Dust and Stephanie Vacure. From yeah. Chile, Chile. So uh, it's just just two people left at the moment, which is mm. not not the most populous crowd. Uh, I want uh, I kind of want to know what those two those two are getting up to to hang out with you know in the yeah. Stardom Gaijin flat because.
0: Well, uh, is that is that right? Is Viper gone
1: now? Uh, Viper wasn't on the most recent cards, I don't think so. Oh, okay for stardom. That's uh, that's pretty slim.
0: So that that ties into the Rise the Rise Tour. What did Do you want to talk about them now or after the shows?
1: Well, I think we'll talk about it during because it comes up pretty quickly cuz the next shows we need to talk about are basically the Rise tournament. Yeah, well, Or lack of <laughs> tournament. Lack of a tournament is probably more <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Well, let's, let's let's start off with what do we got Shinkiba Day? Yeah, Shinkiba Daytime um,
0: from, what was that, July 14th was when both those shows were. Yeah. So the opener uh, was Azumi versus uh, Dust. I was very happily surprised by Dust. Yes. Um, Yeah. And at first I didn't even know, I mean, maybe it's just Azumi being amazing (laughs) (laughs) because she is. Uh, but no, Dust ended up giving solid performances throughout the whole thing. And I mean, honestly, I'll just give it away right now. She was far and away my favorite of the Rise girls that actually appeared.
1: I Yeah, I have to agree. It's You saw the video they took of the girls just after they got off a plane right? Uh, to arrive in Japan. And they're trying to do some in-character stuff. But mostly it's just what you're seeing is four girls who have just got off a plane. To go to Japan, and yeah. it's hard to have star aura when you've just been on a massive, like, what, 10-hour, 10, 10 12-hour flight. Mm. And so Dust just comes across as a person who's been on a flight. When she comes to the ring, the combination of the music, the hair sorted out, the and the fact that she... She looks hench, doesn't she? She's small, but, like, she's got, like, the guns. You know, she's... Yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better term she's yeah. she looks like she's physically physically you know dominating
0: yeah she's in excellent shape
1: yeah and and when she she actually moves with a great deal of purpose yep which is such a big plus i was really pleasantly surprised by dust yeah. and i was really glad that she was the one that stuck around longest me too she was
0: she was great
1: mm. um Frankly, if they can score her as X for the, for the uh, upcoming tournament, I'm fine with that. So I would be too, yeah. I, was, I hope, out of any of them, if any of them come back,
0: I hope Dust is first on that list. Mm. Uh, but we may as well move on. The next was a three-way. Match number two, because that's where the next uh, Rise Girl is, is Kylie Ray. This was a tournament match, right?
1: I don't believe it was in the end, because... Uh, Tam was meant to take on Kikyo, but Kikyo got hurt. So that was just a bye. Okay. so she just Tam got a bye to the final.
0: Well, sort of. She got a bye into a three-way, because she's in this match.
1: Yeah, yeah, but this wasn't a tournament match. <laughs> yeah, 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 but it's not like, you know... If she'd lost this match, she probably would have still got to the final. It's not like the classic... In fact, she did lose this match.
0: It's not like the classic... Uh... He gets a bye and doesn't have to wrestle while the baby face does type booking.
1: Well, they could have thrown Kylie Ray into the match with Tam. Yeah. One on one. It's not like Shiki needs a match, you know, bless her.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, Tam Tam just got a buy straight to the final. Yeah. And then still lost her three way match against Kylie Ray and Sheiki. Right.
0: This this was
1: this wasn't the match to showcase much in the way of talent, I don't think.
0: I think I saw as much from her as I was going to see in the next matches she was in, Um, which isn't a bad thing. She is sort of, she's a good worker. She's Mm. a good
1: worker, and I hate her gimmick. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly, I feel like coming out to the Pokemon theme is, uh, I mean, it's uplifting music, and it would totally fit if it wasn't the Pokemon theme. (laughs) Yeah. I like Kylie Ray. I don't hate her gimmick because I feel like there's a place for something and maybe it's just... She's certainly popular. I've heard people say that they like her. Oh. So her gimmick clearly has a place in the way she markets herself. I think that there's probably a lot of potential beyond that gimmick. I like her work. Yeah. But it's... You're going to have to take her with a really big uh, spoonful of sugar.
0: Yeah, she's doing the the classic way-too-happy-baby-face gimmick. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, this is not much of a... This is not really a, <laughs> a compliment, even though I don't mean it in a bad way. You know who she reminded me of between her energy and her interviews and how she acts?
1: Okay, go on.
0: She gave me major Eugene vibes.
1: Oh, no. Yeah.
0: I, I uh, thought she was. She reminded me of Eugene. So.
1: That that that's not that's not positive. No, that's not positive. <laughs> well, I, that I, guy was, was a. I, I was just going to say that she makes Shiki Tsubasawa look like a goth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say Eugene was a good worker too, just with a terrible gimmick. <laughs> um.
1: She, she uh, definitely Kylie Ray was my second favorite of those yes, women coming in. Me too. Uh, I can't comment on Kikyo because she was injured. So, she was
0: injured, no idea.
1: Yeah, just never got to have a match, which was sad because you know, you hate to see someone fly all that way and then just get injured and injured in a seminar. I know I that know. that really sucks. I do yeah. feel bad for her,
0: me too. Um, do you want to talk about Jan versus John versus Stars, or do you want to move on? Let's move, let's
1: event? let's move on. we you got to keep a keep a pace going through here. Let's it's keep going. we don't need to talk about every match. That was an eight man yeah. tag team match. It was what it was. <laughs> um, okay, so the next
0: rise match was Britt Baker versus Natsuko Tora.
1: So Britt Baker. Mm. Hmm. I I was Our... I, I don't like to talk about like the assumption like I don't want the first thing I say about someone to be oh this female date female wrestler is dating this male wrestler this yeah. famous male wrestler. But she blatantly does his moves, so she's Adam Cole's girlfriend. Uh, she does Kevin Owens spots, as well. She she kind of feels like she does a lot of these things that uh, the guys developed over a long time, but aren't quite earned as part of her matches. Yeah, and ho- there's there's a couple of bits where she has good speed and does a couple of neat things, like the wrap around turn around, uh, running the ropes. At the start, but that was my oh, peak for so her. Oh, so she can
0: do the sling blade?
1: Yeah, that was my peak uh, for her. Well, my peak, the only
0: the only thing in the ring that I liked from her was the next show versus Tom in the finals where she did whatever the hell that was into a stunner. That looked really good. Okay. Yeah, that one spot looked
1: really good. Um, I I, I didn't mind the full cradle rings of Saturn. Yeah, that was that was fine too. It's a, that, that's a neat finish. But I I think the most accurate
0: way to describe her would be that as much as you said Dust does not hesitate, Britt Baker does hesitate, and that's everything, the killer. Everything comes off like she's thinking about it really intensely the whole time, and it, 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 that's just not a good thing. That hurts.
1: Yeah, and she sort of. Uh... She just comes off as prototypical, gimmick-wise, she comes off as prototypical women's worker. Yeah. Which, yeah. it doesn't really stand her apart from the crowd. She feels like, yes, gimmick-wise, she's probably the white belt challenger of these three. But, that doesn't mean I want to see that white belt match.
0: <laughs> <laughs> me either. I I, um, I,
1: I, I want I really want to see Dust get that white belt match.
0: Yeah, same with me.
1: It's Honestly, she felt like a slightly off-brand Tessa Blanchard. Or very early Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Tessa was terrible in the beginning. It's, it's not like Britt Baker has nothing, obviously. It's just that she's not... Of the of the ones we saw, we preferred the other two. Yeah, and what this... Uh, I was thinking about her
0: and her performances <laughs> at some point. And what... One thing I was thinking, although you look at someone like Dustin, it just proves me wrong, um, is that she's one of those girl women that works, what, every weekend at best, whereas these Japanese women get to live that dojo lifestyle and practice constantly. And I think you can really, really see the difference. Um, Perhaps it would be a little bit better if she could get more work in, but
1: yeah. Not too impressed. Well with the people she knows, it's not like she doesn't have the opportunity to I mean she has connects connections some people but might not have, so she's not gonna shouldn't have difficulty getting booked on as many shows as a lot of other people. She's in Rise, which is a pretty decent promotion. Yeah. Hopefully she finds grounds on which to get better and obviously I with a lot of these girls, I tend to think that doing the long tours m- vastly improved their skills. So, oh yeah, which is why, which what I was—that's why I was so happy to see Dust stay longer because yes, she started good.
0: Yeah, she started good. Um, okay, you want to talk about the main event, or are we moving on to the nighttime?
1: Well, what was it? Hazuki uh, Natsu and Kagetsu versus Momo Konami and Viper. Hmm. I mean, it's set. It's it set up the Viper Kagetsu. Uh, world title match.
0: Yeah, it's it sets some stuff up. That's about that's about it. I mean, well, it was a good uh, match.
1: Viper beat Kagetsu, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was a good match, but I don't know if it's essential.
1: No, no, you're right. It's it, it was a it was a good good six person main event. Yeah. Okay. So the Shinkiba nighttime. Uh,
0: we move on. <laughs> To that show, and it opens up with one of Tom's favorite things <laughs> in Joshi. <laughs>
1: the sisters fighting. <laughs>
0: Hanan versus Hina and Rina. Well, I, yeah. I guess it was meant to be a three-way, but it, it did not go that way.
1: No, I literally put Hanan versus Hina, Rina and Hina, because <laughs> that's how it works out. Um, yeah. I, I did laugh because I mean, not to make fun of a, a, a young girl, but Rena has these weird old man glasses, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought was funny. Uh, I loved the double armbar spot on the big sister. <laughs> yeah, but it's like just like, there's no escaping that. That's just a monstrous like tag team finish. <laughs> uh, but yeah. in general, it just felt like a Yonayama agented match. So you know, fun. They they got they had spots, comedy spots that got over quite well. Yep. Uh yeah, you know, it's just it's fun to see girls to de- see these girls develop. So yeah. Yeah. I had fun with this. It was fun. It was funny. That's all you can ask.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh next we had more, we had Dust and Kylie Ray versus Jungle Kiona and Ruaka. Uh
1: I thought I thought Ruaka stole the show. <laughs> why? I just thought that she was given more chance to steal the show. Aha. it was it was she was in for a lot of the match and jungle only seemed to come in when she was needed yeah so you, got, I, you just got to see a lot between uh dust and ruaka
0: yeah i thought that a lot uh for the next show we're going to talk about from uh what was it uh osaka yeah
1: yeah i
0: thought uh, uh ruaka was really good in that match um all right but we're still back here in shinkiba Next was another Oedo Tai trios
1: match. Uh, The the pre-match promo was taped before they even had the card announced, so the Oedo Tai did not even know who they were facing. Yeah, Yeah, but I I get the whole like lazy gimmick, but they are facing two thirds of the trios champions. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it was uh... off 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 the back of this. I think Hazuki, Hazuki got the pin hopefully we get an, a way to tie trio's challenge sometime soon
0: yeah, yeah i'm sure we will
1: well they've already they've already done the challenge for the uh for the white belts the, the goddess belts so the trio's belts are the only ones left really
0: yeah well i yeah yeah i mean they can take a chance at the uh the SWA and the uh the high speed when it comes back to um i i, I got to say talking about those I don't mind them being not around.
1: I think they're better off just being brought in occasionally to be defended. Yeah. Those those are your belts which the gaijins should have and go away for a while with. Yeah, yeah. And that's again. I hate saying we, we we hold no we hold no ill will towards Tony Storm for a situation that was beyond her control. Right, right. But those belts tend to feel the 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 white belt and the red belt should stay in stardom largely. Unless there's a specific storyline dictating it. Exactly. So, yeah.
0: And it's stardom, so there's not really any storyline. So there we go. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then we had another, we had an eight woman tag match that was pretty good. It was Queen's Quest versus Stars. So Queen's Quest was, I mean, a, a lot, almost all of, oh, I forgot about, what what, what does what does Chardonnay and B call themselves? The Quest. The Quest. So it was all Queens Quest except for The Quest. So it was Azumi, Momo, Konami, and Viper against Stars. And who was on that Stars team? Tom. Uh,
1: there was Mayu, Saki, and Shikit.
0: Yeah. Wait, Mayusaki and Shikid. Oh yeah, that's (laughs) right. I (laughs) forgot Shikid means two people. Yes. (laughs) Um, I thought it was a good match. I liked it.
1: Mostly it was just to set up the uh, tag team title match. Yeah. Which was following up. But yeah, I mean, the vast majority of these people are good workers. It's always nice to see Queen's Quest in force.
0: Yes. Uh, And I like uh, how when Queen's Quest is a a unit they had that really badass version of their song. Hmm.
1: I, I am missing B and uh Chardonnay at the moment, I think. I I'm, I think
0: B was supposed to be coming back, but she's not because she's house hunting, is that right?
1: That's correct, yes. Yeah. So I wonder if Chardonnay is as well or uh or if Chardonnay is looking for other opportunities. We know that Chardonnay's not in the Mayon classic, so
0: that's a bit disappointing, too. It is.
1: It really is. I, th- I thought she would be a perfect uh, addition.
0: Ah, me too. She definitely deserves to be in there. She's certainly good enough. Mm, um. mm. Alright, so the next match here was the finals, uh, which we basically talked about anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> Tam Nakano gonna...
1: versus Britt Baker in the Dream Country Tournament final match.
0: Yeah, uh Britt Baker had that nice whatever that was into a stunner that was pretty nice (laughs) the match was Uh, under 10 minutes yeah I will say I was impressed with Tom she uh you can tell when she's motivated uh because she was just selling everything like a crazy person she was really into this match and it was pretty good uh well, Tom's performance was pretty good.
1: Um, I, I, she was into it and she was working hard, but the crowd did not respond like it was a tournament final match. Right, right. I think that if you go to do a tournament final match, it needs to be more than you know eight minutes and change. Yeah, I like Tam. I hope that she gets chances to do a lot more stuff, and I think we'll get to. I, I liked her challenge for the belt that came off the back of this. A lot more than I like this match. Yeah. This was like a, 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 a high-level, passionate television match, which would probably get about the middle three minutes cut out for advertising. <laughs> like, it's fine, it's just that there's a different standard in stardom when it comes to this sort of thing. There it is. There it is. And it's not even so much the ten minute thing because you know you get things like Cinderella and those all turn out great. Well, I mean the the the, the I'm looking at looking at the cage match entry now. The two matches before this were twelve minutes each, but yeah. if you look at the list of talent in those two matches, yeah, it you, you know exactly what you're going to get. So yeah, it, uh, it's not like anyone anyone could watch this show and say I didn't get my didn't get my good matches worth you know out of the show. It's just right. that the main event wasn't really a main event for me. Yeah. Or I think it was the live crowd.
0: It was, yeah. I liked it for Tom. I liked her speech afterwards. Uh, oh, her speech only, was
1: excellent. She's only ever gotten two trophies in her life, and they're both from start. And the, she's there holding the world's smallest particip- participation trophy. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but she loves that thing. So.
1: She was so happy. She was
0: very happy.
1: So moving on to Corrigan Hall, what we have is well, let's talk about a couple of uh, a couple of more significant matches, or at least the the more significant in the scope of the overall show. Mm. So we have there was a Artists of Stardom title match featuring uh, J- uh, Jan versus B- Britt Baker, Dust, and Kylie Ray. I thought this was the best overall showing from the uh, from the Rise Talent. I enjoyed this match quite a bit.
0: Well, Dust was still good, mm. but I don't know if this was her best showing. I think she—I just think she was good the whole
1: time. Yeah, yeah. Well, just as I was saying, from all all three of the girls, yes, as okay, as, as, a, as a group, they were. It, this was the best overall showing by by Rise, in general. Right. Uh, I, I, <laughs> it perfectly acceptable Gaijin challenges for the Artists of Stardom match. And a good first win for Jan uh, coming into their reign. Yeah. We also have the SWA Undisputed Women's World title match, Viper versus Tam Nakano. We do. See, now I complained about a match being short earlier, and then, then I'd look at Ta- Viper versus Tam, and it's eight minutes. So. See, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. It's not the time. It's, it's not, not the time. time, is it? It's it's how long the match feels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um.
0: Before we talk about that, though, I did just want to say uh, earlier on this card, Stephanie Vakur debuted. Oh, of course she did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought she was okay. She's kind of unnoticeable. Like she kind of fades away in all her matches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I like her work. There's nothing especially stand out about her. But it, yeah. it, I, I just have this thing where I just think if you are following pro rep- wrestling in Chile, then you are t- working a lot harder than I am. Yeah. Like, I assume what happened was she got booked somewhere and got good word of mouth and somebody got her this. I checked out her cage match. She had a match with one of the Apache family last year. Ah. So maybe she got good word of mouth from that. Or somebody went to work in Chile and saw her on the same card and said, "This this would be a good person to bring in. But that's all, you know, backstage networking and stuff very happy um i'm more than happy to see her there she seems she seems perfectly fine
0: yeah yeah i thought she did good um or did well <laughs> um, superman does good superman does good <laughs> the match uh also set up uh well okay it didn't really set up so what what it was was wasn't this Shik- shiki shibusao's one year anniversary
1: i mean <laughs> you're following closer than i am at that point
0: I believe it was. I may have
1: um, I may have rushed through some of the undercard here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it was. That's why she got buried in streamers before the match. Uh, it was pretty good. They gave her the win.
1: They did give her the win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Good night. A good anniversary for Sheiky. She got her annual win. Poor Sheiky. Poor Sheiky. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Viper versus Tam.
0: Yeah, let's go back to Viper versus Tam. This match was great.
1: Yeah, I, I, I love... Tam comes off as not necessarily tough, but at least tenacious. Yes. Like, I didn't really feel like she could beat Viper, but she no. was having a damn good go. Uh, I I also love that... I really love that cartwheel armbar.
0: Cartwheel? Oh, yeah. That that looked really good, yeah.
1: Yeah, every time she does that, it's, I think it's the best thing in her moveset.
0: It's gotta be. Yeah. The only thing that annoys me is... How Vipers and I, everybody, has their arm fully extended and is just not tapping out. Uh, maybe that, I've that's seen just pro wrestling at this point. Yeah, maybe I've seen too much MMA or something, but <laughs> like, can't you try not to? I don't know. I don't Look,
1: know. at this point, the only thing that taps people out in pro wrestling is a Zack Sabre Jr. three limb submission. That's right. <laughs> Everything else is a rest hold. <laughs> yeah yeah it's not really the age of submissions right now so uh i i also i just loved viper in this match because she sells just the right amount but she has that Takeshi yep. morishima thing where she'll just take a ton of punishment and then bust out two like terrifying moves and just get a pin <laughs> straight off the back of it just just I, I love that whole you know you can do as much as you want to me and i will end you like this yeah she is she is actually Tom
0: was Tom was really tried she uh that uh thing where she was throwing her knee into the turn uh the ring post that was pretty vicious looking um,
1: but yeah, I don't know she <laughs> she never had a chance <laughs> that that is the way it comes across, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh next up after that we had the annual Wagner celebration visitation thing so right. we have Kigetsu, Natsu, and Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Mayu, Saki, and Ray Wagner. My
0: only complaint is I've spent the entire match waiting for Kigetsu versus Ray Wagner, and <laughs> I think I might have got an Irish whip or <laughs> <laughs> Those two just did not work each other, and that sucked because I was waiting the entire match for it. Um, otherwise, uh, on one of the forums Tom and I go to, it might sound a little bit hyperbo- her, hyperbolic, but I called this an example of wrestling at its best. And I guess the reason I would say that
1: is because it was just so goddamned fun. It, it was really, really fun. It really was. Like, the second that Ray Wagner Jr. comes out to Maroon 5, <laughs> <laughs> and I, th- I think my notes at that point was, I guess Mexico ran out of music. and then ray wagner comes out to bad medicine by bon jovi yeah looking like a 50 year old marty (laughs) your love is like bad medicine yeah (laughs) Yeah, ain't no doctor that can cure my disease (laughs) ray wagner is awesome uh in a he is I I saw him in Lucha Underground a little bit when he was Doctor Wagner. Uh, I keep saying mm-hmm. Wagner like it's a German accent. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, you've made him a uh, a Nazi character, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Wagner, I presume. Yes. It's it's really rare to see intergender in stardom, but this kind of played out like a good comedy match, yeah. which made it much more palatable. Yeah, and exactly. it especially meant that Natsu and Mayu absolutely excelled. Well, my God, Ray
0: Wagner or Doctor Wagner Jr. was just throwing Mayu like fifteen feet in the air towards the turnbuckle. It was it was majestic.
1: <laughs> Mayu was bumping like a maniac, but yeah. in, in a fun way. Yeah, I, I, I was just blown away by her. And then Natsu just to actually get to play off character-wise with with um, with Ray Ray Wagner. Was Which is awesome.
0: Yeah. It,
1: uh, that was, I just
0: thought it was funny how the entire match, Natsu was just a fan of both of them. Like Ray Wagner goes to throw his mask to somewhere in the crowd, and Natsu starts jumping up and down because she wants it.
1: <laughs> 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 it she, she, really... She's awesome at these type of things. She,
0: it, the, this is where she excels. The only, uh, and I wouldn't call it cringeworthy, but the only time... The girls were really getting hit hard. Was uh, when they were throwing when the men, the Wagners, were throwing chops. Mm. God damn, they hit them with some chops.
1: Yeah, actually, it's just part and parcel, though, isn't it? Really, at that point, yeah. it's, I'm not necessarily happy about it, but it's it's not something that's going to leave a permanent mark. So
0: yeah, and it's better than uh a lot of the ones we've discussed before. I actually saw a new example of. Holy shit, Joshi inter- intergender <laughs> this morning. Um, somehow I came across Marufuji versus Mako Satamura.
1: Ah, yes. G- have you ever seen that? Uh, I po- I sent a clip to some friends the other day.
0: Aha! Uh-huh. It Did was basically a-
1: of Mako dodging everything Marufuji was throwing. Okay, so you you might not
0: have seen where Marufuji hit her. No, and he. He hits her with a Ric Flair, you know, knife edge chop, and it just looks uh. like it kills her. And she goes down. And she get she comes up though with this look on her face, like, "Why the fuck? What have I gotten myself into?" Because <laughs> he, <laughs> he just kills her with this chop, and she, her her facial reaction is amazing for it. Ah, uh, um, yeah. So, yeah, there was more to that match you were sending out <laughs> to your friends.
1: <laughs> I didn't doubt it, but I only wanted to see the fun bit. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, so I don't know. I
1: don't know what else there
0: is to say. They, uh, those horns you always hear in, in Mexican arenas, Kagetsu and Natsu <laughs> both had those, and it was.
1: And used them as offensive weapons. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was really fun, and I, there was just a
1: ton of a ton of fun crowd brawling as well, which yeah sounds horrible, but it, in Corkan, crowd brawling's great.
0: Yep, yep. You go up the stairs. I think uh, Doctor Wagner Junior. was giving his father some chops, and his father was like sitting back against a whole bunch of fans. <laughs> and, oh my god, it was so good.
1: Yeah, well, well worth checking out if you've uh, if got the access to the service.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And speaking of, the main event of this show, coming off the back of, well, a run of Wonder of Stardom uh, title matches in a very short period of time, Momo Watanabe versus Hazuki.
0: Yeah. Speaking first on what you said about a run of Wonder of Stardom title matches... That's the thing lately, isn't it? <laughs> uh, these white belt champs, they're the they are the workhorses.
1: They carry the company, basically. They really do. No
0: disrespect to Kagetsu, but right now to me, the white belt is the belt. Um, I guess because, I mean, Kagetsu's only defended it twi- once uh, at this point anyway, but that white belt is really good. Uh, so as far as this match goes, though, I'll try to stay on point it did not live up to expectations it wasn't as good as i hoped but it was still a damn good match but it was it had this weird thing in it where the first 3 quarters of it it was like hazuki wasn't even really trying to win she was just sort of just sort of fucking with her the whole time and then momo finally starts you know coming back and getting some offense in and that's when the match really picks up the pace and gets hot so they didn't wrestle it like it was a feud under they wrestled it like it was a feud beginner
1: um but it was still really good that's exactly what i thought as well it was it was a match that was leading to other things and yeah. this was primarily about hazuki resenting momo for sort of taking that big spot which hazuki as the senior in in the group of queen's quest at the time yeah feels like it should be hers so this was just about momo proving that the spot was hers over hazuki hazuki Realising she has to take Momo seriously, yep. but hopefully what we get on the back of this is uh, even more brutal Hazuki because let's, let's not kid about it. I mean, Hazuki really does take it to Momo. Oh yeah, yeah. She she really has that. They they have a very good feud vibe. So I'm looking forward to more. Like like I say, it wasn't. It's not it's not going to go on the list of memorable white belt matches for Momo this year. But right. I think it's uh, another match between the two definitely could. Absolutely. And semi-on-topic
0: here. Uh, I love Stardom lately doing the old... Uh, the, the the thing in Corican where they start off downstairs and they watch the wrestlers... Oh, they follow them up? The-
1: yeah, that is so cool. That it, was so cool. It feels like a... Well, it's 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 cool when it's uh Io before her match. It's slightly less cool when it's just sort of Hazuki messing around with her toy dog. Well, that okay, <laughs>
0: that it would have been cool if it wasn't so long. Because the Hazuki one, you could tell she's like, "What am I supposed to do? You've
1: exactly. Been here fi- yeah. You've been here for five minutes. What am I supposed to do?" The, the principle um, is fantastic, but the actual yeah. execution in that case was a bit. Could have used yeah, some the, refining.
0: Yeah, the the highlight to me was when uh she was standing there and Kagetsu came in and gave her the quick hug and the nice words and Hazuki lit up and then it was time to go. Yeah. So it it just should have been shorter and more to the point. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I still love watching them walk down the hall and up the stairs and to the curtain. That's really that adds something to stardom that you don't see in a lot of places.
1: There's just different elements to the style of production that you, it's quite interesting to know the differences. So when you have something like, uh, when I was watching Sendai, you know, you've got really nice graphics and I think the cameras might be of a higher quality. There's just something about the presentation that feels televisual. Whereas with stardom, you sort of have more, it feels something more authentic, I guess. Mm. The, the, it's hard to say that one trumps the other completely yeah but if, yeah, if they each
0: if, have their own things that they focus on
1: yeah yeah <laughs> now w- w- i'm sure this is, i know this is the same for you but when when i was doing my my watching for to prep, prep for this show i was thinking okay so i can watch this then and this then and i'll be you know all all caught up in time to do watch this show and no, no stardom please no stop stop putting up more <laughs> This is the only time I'm going to ask you. Please don't put up that yet. Yeah, that world title match has gone up as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I caught up through uh, both Shinkiba shows and the uh, Jungle Kiona and Gato move. I was like, okay, I'm good.
0: Nope, they put up <laughs> all
1: of Osaka, <laughs> which is fine, and I should not complain about it. Which is why I'm not. No, melting, it's great. But, yeah. but like, I, I I did have to skip a couple of the early matches on this show. I, I, I haven't got around to them yet. I will cover those then. Um
0: Here's a little uh here's a question. They have Jungle's match listed for Did you even watch it? The uh 8, eight person elimination match. No, no, no. Uh Jungle versus Mizumori and Gato move. Oh, that. Yes, yes, I, def- I did watch okay. that. Yes. They have that listed first before Osaka. Should we talk about that first? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um it was awesome. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yuna Mizumori is, I, I don't know anything about her except this match. And the fact that Jungle Kiona gets something out of wrestlers that nobody else seems to. She pulls the best out of everybody. Mm. Uh, my only complaint would be, what you know how Dusty Rhodes before the Bionic Elbow would like spin his fist around real quick. Yeah, yeah. That that seems to be something
1: Mizumori likes to do before <laughs> every big move, and it's a bit weird. I... I I liked this match, and I thought it was quite intense, and a lot of heat came during, like... Uh, it was sort of on a level up until the Boston Crab spot, and then the crowd started to get really into it. And I was like, okay, yeah. this is a yeah. town that Stardom don't, don't usually go to, according to Jungle. Yeah, There's... There's a good response here. I'm enjoying this, but with Mizumori, I was, I was trying to figure out what her move set was, and at the end of the match, I'm not really sure I know. <laughs> Jungle countered so many of her moves. Yeah. <laughs> that like she has this turnbuckle Alabama slam. Yeah. I don't know what else she has. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Um like it was a it was a good match that did actually didn't have that many moves in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was mostly uh Jungle Kyona beat her up. Mizumori came back a lot because she has ridiculous size and power, and, but she was too young to get the job done.
1: Yeah, yeah. If Gato Move wants to send somebody for the five star, I'd be fine with Yuna Mizumori, honestly. Yes. I I, I I know we come across as desperate at this point for somebody to actually be named for that X spot in the, in the in the five star. But yeah. I I liked Yuna. It's just that I don't know what she does. That's
0: and I've right. and
1: I've seen her in a really good match, so it's really confusing. <laughs>
0: She had a great match and I don't know anything about her. Yeah.
1: Still, still. But no, she's um, she's big and powerful and that'd be a really good learning experience for her, to so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They really are putting that off to the last minute with the those <laughs> with that announcing who this ex-person
1: is. It's it's just going to be somebody under a mask. Somebody's already on the roster. Well, last year what happened it was Natsuko
0: versus Tom?
1: Was that it? And then Tom won and got in. Oh, the playoff match. Yeah,
0: I think that's what it was.
1: Hey, I'd be fine with a playoff match. Yeah, me too. But but X makes it seem like there's uh, someone in mind, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, okay, so next.
0: Now we go to Osaka. Um, started off with Kagetsu's Backyard Tour, which was basically... It was just interesting. It was a little pre-show thing they did. Not much to it. You saw... People stretching and practicing some moves. Uh, Kagetsu and Hazuki were working together. Uh, you saw yeah, Team the... Jungle annoying the shit out of everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know what the other people Kagetsu or whoever was saying about them. But I assume it was something along the lines of, see, they're never quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because they had to do military-style yelling and screaming for every single (laughs) stretch they did. Um, And then you got to see the uh, stars people run the ropes and things like that. Kagetsu was trying to teach Hazuki how to do a springboard without stepping on the bottom rope first, like Hmm. Hazuki seems
1: to do. Which is a bit ironic considering... <laughs> yes, how horribly Kagetsu botched her springboard. Yeah,
0: boy, she went down hard. Um, yeah. But yeah, there wasn't anything to it. It was just that, and then the Kagetsu or stardom, whatever it was, fan club,
1: got in the ring and took a picture. Pretty cool. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I don't know what they expected, and I also think that applies to the talent as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we've solved this thing, we're not really sure what it is. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to get in the ring and have a photo taken?
0: Yeah, you want to see, want to watch us uh, warm up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And hey, I probably would have paid to do it. So. Yeah, I know you would have. I would have too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wouldn't.
1: Poss- I possibly would would have learned my mistake and not gone the second time. But yeah, I don't know if I'd go
0: again. Yeah, unless there was like some unseen, you know, extra autograph session where you don't have to wait in a ridiculous line or something. <laughs> Um, Okay, so getting into the show, uh, and as you said, you skipped some of this, so... Only the first couple of matches. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Um, Azumi and Onozaki was awesome. I Azumi is, like, she is definitely a 16-year-old girl. (laughs) (laughs) Because she gave Onozaki nothing <laughs> you were talking you were talking earlier about Kyoto countering everything that uh oh god well, i already forgot her name mizumori yuna yuna yeah. yuna yuna, mizumori. Yeah, yuna uh countering everything azumi did the exact same thing here
1: just it was she basically squashed her it was it was ridiculous um especially because leo actually hasn't been squashed really up till yeah night. She's had yeah. competitive, like, 10-minute matches with, like, yeah. the, the champion of the company.
0: Yeah. And
1: Azumi was like, no, fuck this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're going down. Uh, so, yeah, she uh, she squashed her, and if memory serves, she tapped her out with a lion tamer. Um, she had her in a crab a few times in the match, and then at the end, she had uh, Leo in a crab, and she wouldn't tap, so she, uh, Azumi released it jumped up and stomped on her lower lumbar as hard as she could, oh, God. put the put the crab back on and turned it into a lion tamer <laughs> with one knee down, and uh, Onozaki was done. And it was funny because even after she squashed, <laughs> she just has no respect. Even after she squashed her, the referee raises her arm and then she just leaves, doesn't give a shit. I just, I love Izumi so much. She's just so
1: crazy. Definitely, like a, a welcome, welcome to the bottom of the card match <laughs> <laughs>
0: you the, been... the,
1: from the from the veteran Azumi.
0: <laughs> the grumpy sixteen year old, yeah,
1: who's been there like six years now, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely has the right to do it. <laughs>
0: uh huh. Take
1: it, no shit.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Azumi had new gear, at least new knee pads. That was my one visceral takeaway. She doesn't have the uh, the. Like her her gear still has that animal print stuff, but her knee pads do not, which I I don't know why I noticed her knee pads, but I did. Fair enough. Um, fair I, enough. I look gets... for, I
1: look forward to checking that one out.
0: Yeah, that it was. Re- I mean, it's short after introductions and everything else. It's probably seven minutes. You probably have Cage Match in front of you, so uh, just over five. Just over five. Yeah, she just squashed her. It was. If it wasn't Izumi, I would have been mad, but I just. <laughs> Azumi's
1: great. (laughs) I kind of would have laughed if it had been Shiki. Just squashing somebody. In light of the fact that we now know that Shiki is a badass shooter. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Which is a reference to Haya
0: Shishita, if anyone wasn't sure. (laughs) Okay, so the next match was the match I was trying to think of earlier that I thought Ruaka looked really good in. Stars vs. John. It was uh, Tom Nakano, She-Kid, and Hanan versus uh, Jungle, Natsuko, Yoniyama, and Ruaka. It, at the end, it looked like Jungle was going to get the win because it was Ruaka and Jungle Kiona against Starlight Kid alone. However, Jungle had Starlight Kid by the arms and Ruaka came running with a big boot because she loves that big boot. But Starlight Kid ducked, and Ruaka eliminated her partner. Um, And then, honestly, uh, because I was, I think, the only person, it felt like, that thought Ruaka versus Starlight for the future title was a bit of a letdown. Um, And this time it wasn't. This was what that match should have been. They worked really well together. So it was good to see. Um, Starlight Kid is the shit, and they announced afterwards... Uh, that their partner for their trios title that they had already made a challenge for would be Tom. So you'll see Tom Nakano and Sheikid versus John for the trios titles eventually. Did
1: you also skip this one? I did, actually, yeah. I start off with the next match. You're you're, you're skipping skipping matches matches, I (laughs) liked. God damn it. The one stardom card I haven't seen the undercard of, and it just turns out awesome.
0: Yeah, you get the Azumi squash in a really great uh, future
1: title didn't pseudo know. match. I not know! Guess you're going back. There's title matches to watch on this show. There's shit happening. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next
0: match, where uh, Robert Stavro starts off, is hazuki and natsu versus dust and stephanie Vakur. um yeah whatever this was a nothing match uh i liked hazuki's new gear those pants with the uh the pink stuff on her legs that looks pretty cool um that's
1: yeah that's all i got that's her new title gear i guess yeah uh yeah it was fine it was good uh i think it was my best first look at stephanie Vakur in a larger match yeah. Dust was good. There's not a lot yeah, more. Dust no, there's not good. a lot more to it. So yeah. uh move yeah. on to the goddesses of stardom match. I thought this
0: match was the shit. Um Yeah. Konami is just turning into a real motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> she is just vicious lately and I love it. Uh her and Momo are a hell of a team and I hope one day they do win these titles. Uh they didn't here damn they looked good good in defeat here.
1: Yeah, they certainly have like you you have these like makeshift teams put together? You know what you're going to you know what you're going to get based on how well they gel very early in the match like the double teams and stuff. Yeah. Konami and Momo had it absolutely down from yep. the start. They are they would be a great tag team. They really would. But the the, the big story for me coming off the back of this one was that Saki Kashima pinned Momo.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> at least it was a flash pin, so it's a nice little easy way to set up a match.
1: Yeah, I, I, and it's a white belt, you know. Challenge. She needs to do the alternate, Someone on the roster. Someone who's yep. brought in structure for challenges. I guess. Yep. Momo's kind of trying to show a bit of her character at this point, where she's she's kind of arrogant. I guess yes she is about you know she doesn't consider Saki kashima it was she said it was a fluke, yeah that you know that she doesn't i don't think she really considers Saki to be a real challenge for her, but yep. i I don't know how earned that is she's she's had two defenses for that belt so far yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I to I me fe- it I feel like she's gonna have a short, sharp lesson from somebody soon it could be Konami <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to me. It reminds me of. Do you remember when Momo first came back, and lost her temper and challenged all of Oedo Tai to a match? Yes, that's that's what it reminds me of. Is Momo just is emotional? Um, <laughs> she gets really mad really quick, and she starts saying stuff. <laughs> she starts running her mouth. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think she'll be. Uh, What's her name? Saki. Yeah.
1: Uh She's also big... she's also settling more into her new look as well. Um she, yeah, had, she is. She had the um the almost EO like hair for the first time, I think, here.
0: Yeah. And it wasn't as jarring for me as it was the first time I saw it for <laughs> no, Saki. No. Yeah. I was a bit more used to it this time. Um Oh yeah, the big spot of the match to me was I don't know how they worked it because I'm not a wrestler, but that Konami kicking Mayu in the face <laughs>
1: was just
0: really, God damn. And Mayu sold the hell out of it. I thought, I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but that spot was great. And Mayu was even selling it on her on her way back to the dressing room. Yeah,
1: yeah. She was doing that, well, the EO thing where after wrestling Momo where it's just clutching her face and you're just thinking, how many teeth did she lose?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was a great spot. I loved that.
1: Yeah, that really, really fun short match.
0: Yeah, yeah. Konami and Azumi did it to Leo in the in the opener. Um, that, as opposed to Momo kicking people in the back, they're like trying to cave people's chests in or something. It's just <laughs> ridiculous.
1: This is just the new Queen's <laughs> Quest spot.
0: Yeah, Queen's <laughs> Quest is just going to kick the shit out of you.
1: Um, I'd buy that t shirt.
0: <laughs> so would I. I might make that t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so now we move on again to Viper versus Kagetsu. This is Kagetsu's first red belt title defense, World of Stardom title, in her hometown. She had the cool little entrance that she had from uh, the Kagetsu Produce Show, where she had Bannerman essentially <laughs> uh, lining the aisle. And it was a really good match. I'm uh, the more. I think it's a combination. I Viper gets better every time I see her, and I like her every more time I see her more. I don't think it's me liking her more and her not improving, or her improving and me liking her the same. I think I like her more as she is getting better. Like she she's really good at this wrestling thing
1: yeah she well she goes all over the place really doesn't she and I think as she yeah. get as she gains confidence it really her presence comes out more yeah she feels like one of the biggest names on the entire scene yeah and she wrestles like it
0: she definitely wrestles like it
1: so yes uh kagetsu gets that full banner entrance which is quite nice and enthusiastic she has the yeah. white gear again which is a yeah. nice gimmick for her title defenses that springboard she went to, down hard she basically just landed on her back which is fine she didn't land on her head or anything and immediately covered with a trio of 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 tope suiciders to the yeah. outside that like immediately had the crowd just saying like what botch you know <laughs> it was yeah a, exactly it was yeah, insane
0: she was trying to viper was on the top rope and Kagetsu wanted to do a springboard dropkick kick to knock her outside but she hit the springboard and I guess the ropes were wet or something because her feet went sideways and she went down. But she just got up immediately and drop, did like a Kazuchiko Kata dropkick. Just dropkicked her from the mat to the floor off the top rope. And then, uh, yeah, started hitting a million topes. Uh, uh,
1: we'd had previously in the tag matches set up that the Viper's whole story going into this was that Kagetsu could not lift her. Uh, yeah. But you knew that the story of this match was going to be at some point Kagetsu would be able to lift her. And then, when she finally, you know, after working the arm for a while and getting some advantage, she finally li- uh, lifts her up, slams her down with the F5, and then goes for that uh, Aweda coaster, and then Viper still kicks out. At that point, it was sort of like, I, I know that the result is not going to be that Viper walks away with the belt for all the reasons the yeah. Viper stated before the match, such as, it's too soon for a Gaijin to win this belt again. But, man, they really took, they went the extra mile to make this more than just a match.
0: They did, and there the, the one near fall that got me, it was the combination of what you just said, and then afterwards, it was either a second rope or a top rope, uh, mishinoku driver from viper that was amazing yeah and i bought hard even though well while, while the ref is counting i'm like i know viper doesn't win this right because <laughs> <laughs> that looked like a finish and then they f- got me on
1: and then the, the viper busts out that awesome belly to belly as well which i haven't seen from her before i, I just They they kept bringing stuff out which I was just thinking, what this is a step beyond what I expect, which was really cool. The belly,
0: the belly, the belly was really cool. That uh, you might know better since you're a big Zack Saber fan. Whatever that submission (laughs) she did where she had the head scissors on her and also some sort of armbar, that was really cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that looked like it was genuinely difficult to move.
0: Yes, that was uncomfortable. Kagetsu was great as always, and Viper was great as always. Uh, I, it was a great match. I
1: do love when Viper busts out that technical stuff because it's just this second level for her. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I saw it a lot in the Mayon Classic. I see it less in her regular work now, but it's just this nice little, uh, nice little extra weapon she has in her arsenal. Yeah. At the end, the ref bump by Viper, the blue mist, the second Oedo coaster, the the. The finish was impactful, but maybe not like I don't necessarily want Kagetsu to win every match with the blue mist i I had the same thought, I think so it felt like it was it it felt like it wasn't even needed to be honest, but I can't really complain when ninety percent of the match was this good, yeah, exactly, yeah, I had the same
0: thought though it was
1: it was like eh, she doesn't really need to miss
0: her but.
1: Uh, after the match, Kagetsu faked being nice for about five seconds before beating Viper down again. Yeah, I actually really liked that. And then announces that the next big match will be her versus Mayu on August twelfth. <laughs> and yeah. those two, uh, well, Kagetsu regularly tries to murder Mayu. So yeah, she's a, she's a big fan of hanging her from high spaces. <laughs> and it's Corrigan Hall, so there's yeah, you know, there's places.
0: Yeah, there's that balcony. She can do that again. <laughs> Kagetsu's always trying to kill her, dropping stage, stage riggings on her. It's always good. I thought, I thought the end of the interview was pretty comical. Um, they're having this super intense showdown, and Kagetsu's saying, you better know that besides just a new title belt, there's also a new champion, and there's also a, you're going to have to have a new strategy. And blah, 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 and you better not come unless you realize all that. And Maya just goes, yeah, I know. And (laughs) drops, just throws the
1: mic down and leaves.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) That was pretty funny to me.
1: So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to slash terrified of that.
0: Yeah, that's going to be great.
1: Uh, So that was that show. So, coming up, we have the five-star Grand Prix. Oh, actually, we should mention uh, the there's a match, match, a couple of matches which have already happened, which will be up on Stardom World next. Uh, There is a a event from Nagoya featuring Mayu versus Azumi and Kagetsu versus Starlight Kid. Those two matches are incredible,
0: (gasps) and I gotta say. (laughs) <laughs> i gotta say these two young 16 year olds or whatever starlight kid is they're just so awesome it, it's amazing that i'm
1: looking forward to seeing both of these as much as i am well because you know the result, but it's just like the underdog fight is going to be so tremendous and yeah. especially because like i think azumi's been wrestling mayu since she was 10 <laughs> <laughs> So it's just gonna be fantastic just to see like Azumi basically take none of Mayu's shit and basically bully yep. her. Yeah. Yep. Or attempt to bully her. I, I can't wait to see that dynamic.
0: And it's also I don't know, when they get when it's a singles match and it never really happens that often, it just feels like uh two young lionesses getting you know, getting their first not their first but among their first chances it's it's pretty cool and so also coming up in the second half of august we're getting the annual much anticipated stardom five-star gp so they just announced the matches sort of we don't know who x is still but they, their opponents are announced so we know who they'll be facing um so let's, uh, let's, I'm not going to go through every card, but I did just want to point out some to look forward to, at least for myself, maybe for others. Uh, so the first night is going to be August 18th in Shinkiba. And I think the highlight of that card is going to be Kagetsu versus the motherfucker Konami, because <laughs> <laughs> Konami's going to kick the shit out of her and Kagetsu's not going to take it. Uh, it's going to be really good. Uh, you'll also get to see on that card, Kimberly is going to debut, and that'll be against Natsuka Tora, who takes a lot of people's first matches, so she's pretty good at it. That'll be pretty fun.
1: It's interesting that uh, Rachel Ethering is in this, thinking about it, because she, now that she's been announced for the Mayon Classic, all those people yeah. who, you know, dropped out of this because they had to be in the Mayon Classic, looks a bit stupid now.
0: Yeah, sure does especially uh, I, I can't remember when the may young classic is being taped uh, but for first, first just, week
1: of August it's like this yeah like, I was gonna like say next weekend I think isn't it
0: yeah, yeah I was gonna say I saw this morning Matsumoto posted five days until the May young classic which would be you know next weekend yeah so if they're taping it all next weekend that would be uh, seven days the 11th There's still another week until the GP, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, and you don't have to show up again until until October. So, (laughs) yeah, and that's only if you win. Maybe they just didn't know the scheduling. I think I think a lot. I think a lot of people are hoping they'll be offered contracts off the back of it, which is is at least historically inaccurate. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my 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 underrated match of the first card would be Natsu Samir versus Jamie Hater.
0: I don't know Jamie Hater at all. Car- so I don't character
1: that. versus character, that's a good one. Look at, look at it this way. The last image I have of Jamie Hater was she stole Lion Kid's pet uh, stuffed lion and threatened to murder him in ring.
0: <laughs> that could be pretty fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I, I got to say, in all seriousness, they better she better fuck off the, o- the Oedo tie dog. <laughs> don't, don't touch that dog. That's that's, not, that's now's uh, spiritual report. Well, I was, was
1: going to say, if she harms the dog, then now I won't be able to come back.
0: Yeah. Actually, uh, since we brought her up, and I totally forgot earlier, I did see a health update on her. Uh, she What apparently happened was, whatever the last match she was in, she got a concussion, and then after the concussion, she was getting a lot of vertigo often, which is incredibly awful uh so i guess she got her bell rung pretty bad and when you get vertigo after a concussion you're not getting rushed back so she said she wishes she was back today whatever day she was said that (laughs) a couple days ago um but that they are slowly bringing her back so it's she's not going to retire yeah uh you know as much as you can ever say that in joshie
1: um, but she is trying
0: to come back. Uh, she just had a real nasty concussion. Well,
1: it's so early in her career. It'd be a real shame if she... It's a shame that she has to take this much time away. But yeah. Obviously, obviously, yeah. <laughs> with what we now know about concussions that we secretly knew all along, <laughs> concussions yeah, yeah, yeah. are bad. And, yes. and you should treat them carefully. <laughs> yeah,
0: and vertigo is worse, yeah, I yeah. guess. I don't know. All
1: right, back to the five-star. The next
0: match or the next show is gonna be the next day, eight nineteen. And the mo-
1: match I'm looking forward to the most there is Jungle Kiona versus Kimber Lee. And I would say the match I'm probably looking most forward to would be Ooh, Mayu versus Saki.
0: Oh yeah. Actually that is gonna be a good matchup of uh team match. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that'll be interesting. Tech champs.
0: Yeah. Uh, Then they take a week off until they go to Osaka, and there's not many Red Star matches um, on that one. I actually don't have any matches I think I'm really looking forward to on that show.
1: No, it's... uh, Mayu versus Natsu will be fun, but, like, undercard fun, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, uh, yeah,
1: we'll see. Tora versus Konami could be a sleeper. Yeah, yeah. And then there's an evening yeah. show in the same place, so. Which has Jungle versus Konami, and I sure as hell want to see that one. Yeah, uh, I think some of these are repeated, because it says it has Mayu versus Natsu again. Huh.
0: <laughs> Something got screwed up there. Yep, okay. never mind.
1: <laughs> never mind. Let's move um, on to Yokohama.
0: <laughs> Yokohama. Uh, I have no matches I want to see here, depending on who X is. Uh, yeah, Kagetsu
1: versus X could be the show stealer.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm less yeah, excited to see know.
1: Momo with Kelly Klein. <laughs> or Hazuki versus Savoy or Ellering N- versus Nicole Kanani. Savoy's um, fine. She really is. See, but the
0: th- she doesn't I'm hoping on her second tour she'll be better. Yeah. Because she is better in America, but that first tour was just sort of boring. Yeah. Well we'll we'll see how she does. Yeah, yeah. Could be good, but I'm not gonna expect anything uh, either way. Uh, so then uh, they take a week off again, and 9 8 is in Shinkiba. And once again, I'm
1: looking forward to Jungle Kiona. Uh, Jungle Kiona versus Kagetsu this time. Uh, uh, undis- uh, it's match. the undisputed like priority match there. Uh, I guess at that point, we'll also get to see a rematch of the White Belt Challenge uh, as Momo takes on Saki as well. Maybe Saki will be White Belt Champ this time. Uh, uh- Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> she won't.
0: <laughs> Okay, and then the next show is going to be uh 9 uh, nine in Shinkiba, and I'm excited to see Konami versus Kimber Lee from Red Stars and from Blue Stars block,
1: I want to see Momo versus Hazuki. Yeah Momo versus Suzuki definitely is my match to watch there. I've heard very mixed things about Kimberly post WWE, so I sort of so have I'm I. holding my breath and hoping that she's she's as good as I remember from before yeah but i it's gonna be hard to say it's a it's a completely different environment as well so we'll, yeah. we'll see how she does
0: we'll see what happens there um the next time is gonna be 915 in takaoka and for some reason there's only two uh gp matches that day Kagetsu versus kimberly and tom nakano versus rachel ellering um I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. There's nothing that <laughs> there. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, Then the next day in Osaka, I'm looking forward to Mayu Iwatani versus Hizuku. Yeah, that
1: feels like one of those, this will be a lot of main events to come matches. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely the same. Um,
0: and then we close it out. Uh, I'm not sure if the finals are the same day as this, I card, believe. Th- it's I all believe listed. they
1: are. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's all listed together. Yeah, it's like a big mind um,
1: match card. And the match
0: that I really want to see there, I'm I'm just noticing now that it says Kelly Klein versus Sa- Savoy Saki, <laughs> which makes no sense at all. Um, <laughs> uh, but the match I really want to see on the finals, on, besides the finals, is Jungle Kiona versus Nazuko.
1: And I will take Mai Iwatani versus Momo Watanabe. Man,
0: those are both <laughs> going to be really good. Yeah,
1: that's going to be a fantastic
0: last day. Yeah, you get those two guaranteed. Whoever X's is going against Konami, and uh, then you get your finals. It's, oh, and you get the Battle of Oedo Tai with Hazuki versus Natsu. Um, yeah, that nine twenty four and Hall show is going to be really good.
1: Yes, uh, <laughs> I think whoever X's could really make or break this tournament. Like, it's not. It's it's not the most like. I will watch all the matches but oh, it's yeah. but it's not like I'm I don't have the expectation that it's going to be fantastic throughout but I think there's definitely good stories and good highlights to be told to to to, to, to yeah. get out of it so
0: yeah there's there's a bunch I'm mostly looking forward to uh jungle kiona and konami matches yeah. and it sounds like you're mostly looking forward to Mayu and Momo matches so
1: Mayu and Momo always bring the effort so
0: yeah, those are going to be just four people in general that are each going to carry their block. So now we are going to move on. Um, I'm not sure how much we're going to
1: talk about this. <laughs> as uh, little as possible to avoid incrimination.
0: <laughs> yeah. <as> li- <laughs> there is the Bikini-ing 2018 magazine coming out, and there's a a wee bit of controversy. Um <laughs> So I guess people are upset that Azumi and Starlight Kid, who we don't even know what her age is. Az- Azumi is sixteen. People constantly repeat that she's fifteen. She's been fifteen she's for a 16. while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's been fifteen for years. Yeah, now.
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> she's sixteen, and that's why her jersey says sixteen. Um, people are upset that they're going to be in the bikini magazine. I will just say that, A, we haven't seen what it is yet. I mean, it could be, they could be showing less than they do in the ring, where everybody watches them anyways. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it. I doubt Tom's going to buy it. I'm not going to buy
1: it. (laughs) I mean, one of this, like, I completely understand why people are weirded out by it. But also, at the same time, both of these girls are featured in pictorials for the regular Stardom magazine, and... I mean, that's that's surely that's where the line should have been drawn. As weird, it's just a thing. I'm I I, I don't know. Some people on Reddit have become annoyed about it. I uh, possibly justifiably so, but it's not the sort of thing that's going to make me cancel my Stardom subscription. I'm just not going to buy the magazine. Yeah. So, uh, finally, the thing which I watched directly before we started recording was the second episode of the ITV World of Sports Wrestling, which featured the debut of the women in the current series. It featured a title match between Kaylee Ray, Viper, and, uh, what's her name? Bea Priestley. And so immediately I was just thinking, cool, and it was a good match. And I really am glad that Katie Ray is now recognised as a champion, and that's a really good place to start. Wait, scrub that last thing. It's not a good place to start because they have a lot of problems with this show. They have like they have no interest in showing anyone's character. The editing is absolutely god awful. And if anyone wants to go on Twitter and tell me I have to support this thing, no, I don't have to support it. They have to make a good show. Yeah. My 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 I, I want I want this to succeed it's just that like what it's not going to succeed it's gonna die, it's gonna yeah. die a death, and it will be the last chance British wrestling has, and me not saying that now is not gonna help it somehow do well. I'm genuinely annoyed by this show, I think it's much worse than it should be, and I think it will probably deserve to die and it's a huge missed opportunity, and I can't not express my frustration about that. Now, tell me this, since we are totally off the
0: topic of Joshi at this point. Is Big Daddy from the same show
1: as, say, Rollerball Rocco, or were they two shows? Well, World of Sport, as I understood it, covered two different promotions. I think. I really don't know my stuff on World of Sport. It died before I, like, ten years be- 10 years before I even considered becoming a wrestling fan right, right So really, I mean It was It was dead by the late 80s Yeah I mean, I'm sure that they were Rollerball Rocco was a junior Which meant that he wouldn't have been working with Big Daddy anyway But I just wondered if this, if this is all If all these people are from the same show They would have been roughly seen on the same show, yeah
0: Okay, yeah I love Rollerball Rocco yeah,
1: he was very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I saw some Black Tiger masks, uh, Black Tiger matches later on as well. That's why I got into him. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it is what it is. NXT UK is being taped now as well. They might shelve the whole thing if ITV decides to burn all the tapes of World of Sport Wrestling, which you know, so there, there's some good wrestling on it, but yeah. there's nothing else. There's absolutely nothing else. And believe it or not, I've, I have to agree with Vince McMahon on this point. You have to attract people who aren't wrestling fans.
0: Especially if you're going to be on ITV in prime time or whatever. And is. you're
1: going to expect to draw a million people. Yeah. Because guess what? Ain't no wrestling shows drawn a million people in the UK in 30 years. We'll report back next month when I'm proved em- empirically wrong somehow, but I don't think I will be. I don't think so either. Um <laughs> Is that their entire women's division? Just three people? As far as I know. Okay. It's not a bad women's division if you're just going to have matches against each other, but... Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was a good match. I really thought it was a good match and a good main event, but... Anyway, what's next? (laughs) Next
0: is... Oh, look at that.
1: We get to go to the classics.
0: Yes. All right, so Tom wanted Akira Hokuto. And I'm a bastard, so I would not give him one of her <laughs> numerous five-star matches. You know, it's just a bad place to start. You don't want to start at the top. <laughs> There's nowhere, nowhere to go but down. But I gave him a good match. Yeah, it's a this four-star was, match. Yeah, I, I gave him Akira Hokuto versus Harley Saito uh, from 1993. This was part of the Japan Cup tournament. And 1993 is what a lot of people consider Hokuto's best year. Uh, she won MVP in 1993, um, and a lot of 1993, uh, she was feuding with women from, uh, what is it, LLPW? You, you would know better than me. And this was one of them. Uh, obviously, the big one was Shinobu Kendori, but Tom is not getting that yet. He's getting Harley
1: Saito. <laughs> so what did you think of this match? Uh, I'm going to kick off with one of my usual superficial comparisons. Uh, the second she did that uh, short pile driver, I was thinking Tony Storm. <laughs> but and it was but it was I think it was more than superficial because it's not just that she's blonde and she did one move. It was her submission style and especially her bridges on her suplexes felt very Tony Storm. Huh? I didn't catch that at all. I think well because you're used to seeing her before Tony Storm. Right, right. Yeah. Whereas my my basis is looking at people who learned by watching these tapes. So, right, <laughs> I'm I'm coming at it from the wrong direction. No, no, no. Every direction's good. Yeah, I just yeah. never, I just didn't even notice it.
0: What did you think of her, uh, her her Oni entrance gear? I love that stuff.
1: Very atmospheric. I've seen that before because I've seen yeah. Hokuto matches in WCW. Oh, that's right. Okay, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool stuff. Although the face does seem to be sort of like. Wincing more than angry, but that <laughs> 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 no, was just yeah. the impression I got off it yeah it's a it's a wincing ghost uh, i now that you explained that there are two there were two different companies, like there was a lack of cooperation early, yeah, so I felt that, but once they actually get into it, they work really well. I loved Saito's kicks, yeah, and I love her wheel kick it's always.
0: It's awesome.
1: Yeah, she's extremely light on her feet and just has that that real snap to her kicks that speak of genuine fighting experience. Yes. By the time they get into, like... A lot of the match, they're exchanging strikes and then short suplexes swing the momentum one way or the other. But yeah. by the end, they're busting into the tiger suplexes. Yep. Uh, Hokuto did a flip dive off the top of the post to the outside, that was not in any way designed to be safe to catch
0: <laughs> no it wasn't and that was after the the selling in that match was great with Hokuto with the knee
1: mm, mm. and then ugh, i can't believe this isn't a finish but that that wrist that, that wrist lock turning into a double arm back suplex was fucking ridiculous like yeah. how is that not a finisher that's amazing yeah, I don't even know what that move is called. It's
0: it sort of looks like off to the side version, sort of of a Japanese ocean cyclone. Maybe I don't I don't know. It's even hard to describe. It's some
1: sort of wrist clutch, elevated but, tiger. Yeah. It's a back. Su- it's a back suplex, but like a almost a tiger suplex variation of that. And she has them really high up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's high angle. Yeah. Like I thought, she was going to use it for a pin, but it was too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was impre- impressed when I saw that move too. That Saito really took the
0: took the hell out of that thing.
1: And, and then the end was just this like gorgeous, the gorgeously rapid Doctor Bomb. for the, yeah. fi- for the finish. With, yeah, the, uh, yeah. with Hokuto going over. Yeah, the Northern Lights Bomb. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Like, yeah. like this. This, like you're saying, this this isn't some epic five star match. This is a good four star fifteen minute match. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And you
0: know, that one was recommended because it was part of you. Well, first
1: because you wanted Hokuto, and second because you're not getting a five star yet. Um, <laughs> it's good. I, I I need to build a framework of my expectations from the person before the five star match. Exactly. There's a reason the appetizer comes before the steak. Um,
0: But also because this was known as Hokuto's best year, and it was one of her biggest feuds. And it's just a good match. Um, Actually, this whole tournament is good, uh, if if anyone out there ever wants to get their hands on it. It happened, what was that, uh, the summer? I think it was summer of 1993. Um, And the winner gets to face the champion, Aja Kong. Um, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it was a very good match. Uh, I thought Hokuto dominated a lot early. She was reversing a lot of Saito's moves. Um, it turned into a bigger fight later and the suplexes were outstanding.
1: Very rapid, short suplexes. Yeah. Just like I say, the the, the suplexes told the story of the match really, uh, in terms of who had control. So,
0: yep. Okay,
1: so do you want to
0: tell the people listening who you picked for next? Well, first, do you have anything else to say on the match?
1: No, uh, I want to see more Akira (laughs) though. I want to see more in longer matches, but this will come with time. It will, it will. Okay, so back to what I was saying before. Do you want to tell people who you picked next? Well, in honor of the Mae Young Classic... No, I'm not going to ask for a May Young match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. As my best tribute to Mark Henry's uh, full Hall of Fame speech there. I am going to pick Mako Sazamura. Amazing pick. Because regardless of when in her 22-year career you pick from, there's got to be some stuff I haven't seen. There's got to be some stuff I should have seen. It's not like classic era 90s, obviously, necessarily, but it's... It's still a significant career, really and is. I want to I delve into it a little bit.
0: Okay. So this is the one. <clears throat> um, we, I, we just spent all that time talking about the appetizer before the steak, but fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I figure you've already seen a lot of sadamora so you've already got your appetite wet. Um, wet or wetted? What would be the past?
1: Tense appetite wetted. Appetite
0: wetted. So, uh, if you go to Cage Match and you click on Stardom's Match Guide for the entire promotion, and you click top of the user ratings, it's a Mako Satomura match. If memory serves, um, we're going to give you what many, 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 many people think is the best match in Stardom history: June Fourteenth of twenty fifteen, only a few years ago, Mako Satomura versus Kyrie Hojo. <laughs> Awesome. So we'll see if you agree and
1: think it's the greatest match ever to take place in the Stardom ring. I'm gonna make that judgment without ever having seen the majority of the stuff that happened in that ring. <laughs> well, <laughs> but tell it will me. be T- binding. <laughs> That's right. It'll be all encompassing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me though, um, did you ever see? Because a lot of other picks people make are from the EO versus Mayu series. Did you see that series?
1: Um, I, I've seen... Uh, yes, actually, I've seen at least two matches from that series. Okay, good, good. So, yes, I've... Uh, <laughs> I have I have seen Mayu be as, as, mu- as much of a maniac as she can possibly be. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yeah, those are such great matches. Yeah, there's a end-of-year match, I believe. Yeah, yep. That one was really good, that one. And then there's also the one from the summer before that, and then... Anyway, yeah, those are all yeah, good. yeah, yeah. So there we go. Next match, if you want to watch along, Mako Satamura versus Kyrie Hojo, Stardom, June fourteenth, twenty fifteen. Awesome. And I think, uh,
1: I think that's another episode, Tom. <laughs> we don't know what we're going to talk about next time. Could be some more retirements. Uh, we'll probably have the Mayu Classic to talk about if yeah. we do a spoiler section, or if we want to do anything along those lines. There's just a lot to get into. Uh, we'll see what see what's fresh on the Sendai site. Hopefully, I yeah. want I want to keep talking about that. I want to keep uh, you know paying attention to what they're doing because yeah, it's a streaming service for a company I enjoy. So
0: exactly, exactly.
1: All right. Well,
0: I guess this is the part of the show where we do our plugs. I'm on Twitter uh,
1: at Coffee Yay. Coffee Yay.
0: C-O-F-F-E-E-Y-A-Y How about you,
1: Tom? What you got to plug? Uh, I am on Twitter under Stavros 77 Or you can just look, look me up by my name Which is probably easier uh, <laughs> That's also my Instagram Because I'm a modern, hip, cool person That's right You can buy many of the products that I'm paid to hold up In front of a camera That's right <laughs> all, my, all my health goods and advice and whatnot uh I also have another podcast, which I've almost finished editing a pot episode of. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna ask Don't you. don't ask. Okay. <laughs> I've almost finished. Guilt is overpowering. I have another podcast, it's called A Cure for the Common Podcast. We are covering the entirety of nineteen ninety seven. I do it with my friend Kellen, who has the patience of a saint. I assume <laughs> I, I I he has every right to shoot me at this point but uh yeah we're covering a lot of stuff we're covering uh a lot of Shawn Michael's versus bulldog at the moment so we'll get into that eventually <laughs> but there's loads of other there's loads of episodes to catch up on so you can always go back and listen to some of those That's pick true. a random one don't start with number 1 we we our quality wildly varies <laughs> all right so yeah listen to uh listen to Tom's other
0: podcast yay yay and uh that's uh that's all we got for episode 5 uh thanks for listening we'll see you guys again in episode 6 bye bye